You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rams Nation, how is it going? It's your boy, your host, as always, Sosa Kermenges. I'm a fantasy analyst at PFF and your host here at the Locked On Rams podcast, your number one daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Rams and part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Just before we dive into this episode, I wanted to remind you guys that NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to your official Monday episode of the training camp kickoff week here at the Locked On Rams podcast. Man, I'm excited. Football is officially back. And unless you guys have not been following, there have already been multiple NFL teams in training camp. I mean, you look at the Dallas Cowboys, they've already gone through multiple practices. My Twitter timeline is back to hosting all these training camp highlights. You're seeing quarterbacks throwing nice passes, one-handed catches, interceptions. Man, it feels good. Football is officially back. And as we know, the Los Angeles Rams officially kick off their training camp on Wednesday, the 28th. So things are getting very, very close. Of course, we're going to have to wait a few more days, but quarterbacks and rookies have officially arrived at training camp for the Los Angeles Rams. Those units went three days ahead, I believe, of everyone else who's going to arrive on Wednesday. So there is some movement there. Things are getting fun. Football is officially back. And this is the final positional group that we have to dive into for our positional training camp preview series. And that is the secondary because everything from here on out is going to be straight focused on training camp. We're going to talk about some interesting things like positions to look out for, positional battles that are going to be intriguing, things like that, jobs that could be won, lost, and of course, who's standing out and who's not doing well. But before we get there, we got to dive into the secondary And the Rams didn't really add too many names in the secondary, at least not that are going to be huge factors, I think, this season. Of course, Jalen Ramsey, star cornerback, has returned. Darius Williams did receive a restricted free agent tender, which we expected, a first-round tender, so he is also back. Your starting boundary corners are locked in place. And at safety, of course, there's a little bit of movement there. John Johnson no longer with the team. He took off. You're starting nickel cornerback. Troy Hill also took off in free agency. Both guys signed with the Cleveland Browns, ironically enough. And that leaves the Rams with a little bit of a position in limbo here. Of course, at safety, they still have a lot of names that they've invested highly into. Six-round pick, Jordan Fuller, presumably going to be one of these starters at that spot. The other one is a little bit more up in the air. You're looking at either third-round pick, who's now going into his second season as well, Terrell Burgess out of Utah, or maybe... Taylor Rapp, who the Rams also drafted in the second round a few years ago, going into his third season. And it's not really decided who's going to start at the spot, I don't think. But it's going to be interesting to see how the Rams are going to utilize these guys, which roles they see, you know, these guys actually being placed into this season, and how much playing time they ultimately get. But that's one of the more interesting positions, in my opinion. And then you go back to the cornerback spot. I mentioned the two boundary spots. They're locked in with Darius Williams on one spot, Jalen Ramsey on the other. But we've heard talk about Jalen Ramsey still potentially being moved all around the defense, which makes sense considering how much success he had last year. 
lines up in the slot a little bit, lines up on the boundary a little bit. Of course, he's going to shadow number one wide receivers. So his movement kind of opens up a little bit of interesting space at that cornerback spot because when you look at the boundary, maybe a fourth-round pick like Robert Rochelle, who the Rams just drafted, he might make more sense to play on the boundary versus if Jalen Ramsey's lining up on the boundary and now you have somebody who needs to line up in that nickel position inside Maybe Rochelle's not the best guy there because he doesn't have much experience in that role. And then you ultimately go with somebody else like a David Long Jr. or maybe a Dante Dion or somebody else. So a very interesting position. Majority of the positions are still locked in on this secondary. But some of the new names, like I mentioned, Rochelle, a fourth round pick, highly athletic player, going to be one to look out for this season. I don't personally expect him to see a ton of playing time on defense, but you can never really rule it out, I guess. And at the end of the day, this guy is still a player. I mean, his ball skills might be one of the best on the team right now. That's how good he is at playing the football. Outside of him, the Rams didn't really draft anybody else, but there are a handful of undrafted free agents to look out for. Some big names, of course. You got guys like Bronte Harris at the cornerback spot. And then a couple of other guys I think you should look at at that safety spot that could maybe win some roster spots as special team guys or something like that. A Paris Ford from Pittsburgh, maybe a Troy Warner out of BYU. I think all of these guys are interesting. And of course, there's a few more names too. Jake Gervais at the safety spot. Kareem Orr, who the Rams just signed, I want to say maybe about a month ago. And then a few more remaining names at the cornerback spots too. And J.R. Reed and Diane Lake, who the Rams actually had on the team, I believe, very briefly last offseason. So, And there's a few more players also at that safety spot. Juju Hughes, the man we know with the toothpick in his mouth. He could be one to look out for. And of course, Nick Scott as well, who the Rams drafted, I believe it was in the seventh round a few years ago, as somebody that they loved his special teams work, but he got a little bit of run on the defense last year as well. So clearly, you know, this is a guy that I think has developed how the Rams like. And we're looking at some positions here in the secondary that are going to be very, very intense when it comes to the training camp battles, because you look at some spots are up for grabs in terms of these starting positions. Of course, nickel cornerback, one of the safety spots, depending on whichever one you look at it, maybe the free safety spot. That's really just looking at it in terms of nomenclature, but either way, one of the safety spots and one of the cornerback spots. And then you're looking at a lot of open spots behind those guys for special teams reps, for grabbing those depth spots, and you know, maybe just being guys that can ultimately stick on the 53-man roster by contributing in a variety of ways and bringing forth, you know, some versatility or even maybe sticking on the practice squad. There's going to be a lot of guys at these positions. You know, we can probably expect somewhere between maybe five to six cornerbacks to be kept on the roster, maybe somewhere between four to six safeties, probably in the four to five range. So a lot of players are going to factor into these spots and there's going to be plenty of positional battles to look out for in training camp, which is why I think this position or, you know, the secondary as a whole is probably the most interesting when it comes to the training camp battles. I'm dying to see who the Rams are going to give a lot of run at the nickel spot, at the safety spots. Is anybody going to separate themselves? Can we expect a David Long to step up at nickel? Is Dante Dion going to be one of those guys as the veteran name? Can some of these undrafted guys step up and separate themselves from their peers? So a lot to look out for. We're going to have all our eyes locked into the secondary spot. It's going to be interesting to see because at least two starting positions are up for grabs with a couple more backup positions up for grabs as well. And a lot of talented names in the secondary spot. 
but we have to dive into what's available for these guys to grab first by taking a look at how they performed last year. And of course, then we're going to dive into our projections in the final segment. So make sure to stick around for that. And while I've got you here, make sure to come connect with us on Twitter for all the coverage you need on the Los Angeles Rams. You can find me at QB's MEP and the page at Locked On Rams. I feel like the fitness industry is incredibly confusing and designed to confuse and give us a bunch of BS that we don't really care about. All you have to really focus on is get those calories down, get some movement in your day, and of course, hit your protein goal. We want to try to preserve as much muscle mass as possible, which is why you guys should look out for Built Bar. They have by far the best protein bars on the market. I'm telling you guys, they have so many different flavors. You can really get to choose whatever you like, and I'm sure they have something that you're going to like. I really personally loved all of them, and not only that, the texture of these bars is unlike any other protein bar that I've tried on the market. They're absolutely delicious. They're healthy, they're low in calories, they're low in sugars, they have 90 grams of protein per bar, and they're high in fiber, and even work for you if you are on a keto diet. You'll even get a free cooler with your purchase while the supplies last. All you have to do is just go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the final position to review in this training camp preview series. It is the secondary, the guys on the back end, the number one unit for the Rams last season. I think most people would agree that the secondary was by far the best unit for the Rams as a whole last season. And of course, their defense was ranked number one in football. And a lot of that had to do with the secondary and their performance. So it does suck that the Rams do miss two of the very good players in that secondary. John Johnson, the third, one of the safeties who is now no longer with the team as well as Troy Hill, the former starting nickel cornerback. And both of these guys performed pretty well last season, with John Johnson being one of the standout players for this unit. In fact, when you look at the PFF numbers, he had the highest coverage grade of every player in that secondary with an 85.6. The next closest was Jalen Ramsey with an 80.3. So as you can imagine, Johnson, a pretty important piece to that secondary, and he played the most coverage snaps with 619. This guy was legitimately an elite safety last year, only allowed 18 first downs. That's less than Troy Hill, less than Ramsey, less than Darius Williams, and only one more than Jordan Fuller. And he played, like I said, the most coverage snaps. So this guy is obviously going to be a huge loss for the Rams, and they're going to need to find a way to fill that hole. And I presume they're going to be able to do that. But I mean, you're talking about an elite safety in the NFL. That is never easy to replace. Now, you look at some of the remaining names, and of course, It all begins with Jalen Ramsey. That guy is special on another level. He only allowed 309 total receiving yards last season on 64 targets. I mean, the guy is just special. You look at John Johnson, 353 yards. Jordan Fuller, 385. Darius Williams, 504. And Troy Hill, the most with 577. But mind you, Even that is a very low figure. I mean, when you're comparing yourselves to some of the best at the position across the NFL, of course, Troy Hill's numbers are not going to stack up as well per se, but we're still talking about a guy that was one of the better nickels in football. Now you look at some other things like the receiving yards allowed per coverage attempt. This is a very, very interesting figure because you're actually looking at it on an efficiency basis and not a total basis. And of course, it matters based on how many coverage attempts you have because the more attempts you have in coverage, probably the higher amount of times you're going to be targeted. Therefore, probably the more yards you're going to allow. So statistics like this one are very interesting to me. You look at some of the numbers here. Terrell Burgess, 4.3 
Of course, a very, very small sample size. Jalen Ramsey coming in with an elite 4.8. John Johnson, 5.3. Troy Hill, 6.3. Darius Williams, 7.4. And for reference, Jordan Fuller coming in with an 11. So, you know, you can see a wide range of numbers there, of course. And, you know, there's a lot more numbers here that are very interesting based off of the PFF metrics here. Receiving yards allowed per coverage snap. Again, another very interesting figure. And again, Jalen Ramsey leading the way amongst the guys that actually played a lot of snaps. Of course, you know, you have the Nick Scotts, the Taylor Raps, who allowed fewer numbers here, but they played such a small amount of time. So probably not fair to compare a guy that played a boatload of snaps to a guy that just hasn't played a lot. You look at Jalen Ramsey again, leading the way in receiving yards allowed per coverage snap at 0.53%. That is an elite figure amongst some of the best in the entire league. I think that might actually be even up there, maybe in the top three, top five, maybe even number one, of course. So again, a guy that's just truly, truly elite. For reference sake, you look at Darius Williams, 0.92. Troy Hill, 0.99. So not bad for either of those guys either. But the one area that Darius Williams managed to separate himself last year from these guys was his ability to break on the football and create game-changing plays for the defense because you look at the NFL passer rating allowed in their coverage, Darius Williams with a team low 59.9. That ranked inside the top five amongst all corners in the NFL with an actual legitimate sample size that's not tiny. The guy was so good at making plays on the ball. That is his forte. You know, He gave up a little bit more than desired, I guess, last season, his first time as a starter, but When you look at his ability to create big plays on the defensive side of the ball, it more than makes up for it. And this is not necessarily, you know, a Marcus Peters type of situation. Darius Williams only allowed two touchdowns last year. For example, Jalen Ramsey allowed three. That was more than Darius Williams. And not only that, but he's going to give you that same ability to go make plays on the ball and get your offense the ball back. Not only that, you look at the forced incompletions. Darius Williams, again, led the way with 13 The next closest guy was Jalen Ramsey with eight, and after him, Troy Hill with seven, and then it just drops from seven to three and one for everyone else. So this is a guy who's going to make plays on the football, whether that's a batted pass or a pass breakup or punching the ball out of a wide receiver's hands after he looks like he's going to complete the pass or the best of all, you know, the interception and of course the pick six, you look back to that Seahawks game, just truly elite. So these guys made up the best secondary in football last year, and there is no confusion as to how because you look at so much talent in that room. Of course, it's going to be hard to replace, like I said, John Johnson, but the Rams invested a lot into that safety spot. Terrell Burgess, we didn't get to see much of him last year. He gets hurt, so presumably he's going to get a lot more run this year. Taylor Rapp, probably the nightmare second-year type of scenario for him. He was also hurt in training camp, which allowed Jordan Fuller to seize that starting job. And then Taylor Rapp was kind of in and out with injuries and just not really a good season for him either. You can presume that he's probably going to regress to some degree closer to how he did in that rookie season, which was a lot more positive. And then, of course, your cornerback still very solid. The nickel spot, a little bit of a question mark. Who's going to step up there? Is it going to be a David Long, who has not really played much in the NFL, but was a third-round pick by the Rams and a guy that really, really played well at Michigan Is it going to be a Dante Dion, a longtime veteran who's never really gotten a ton of run in the league either? Or are the Rams going to do some different kind of stuff and project, 
you know, Terrell Burgess into that spot a little bit where David Long might line up in there at other times or Jalen Ramsey lining up in the slot a little bit. The Rams really have that versatility to move around on the back end with all these different types of players that bring different skill sets to the table and different abilities to the table. So that's what's going to make this training camp battle so interesting. Who's going to win what spot? And ultimately, even the guys that win the spots as of coming out to training camp and going into the preseason, they're not necessarily going to be locked in for a 100% role either because the Rams do a lot of movement back there, a lot of changing. So as we know it right now, there are two starting jobs open and I'm going to take my chance at predicting what's going to happen for this unit going into the final segment. What can we expect out of them? Are they going to still be one of the best secondaries in football? Who might get that nickel spot? Who might get these starting safety spots? And where might these guys best project going into the 2021 NFL season? And while we've got you here, make sure to keep checking back throughout the rest of the week because training camp is right around the corner and we're going to keep you guys updated on everything you need to know about the Los Angeles Rams going into training camp. The NBA Finals are officially over and so are the NHL playoffs, which means there's only one thing. The NFL is right around the corner, and if you guys are into betting, you should absolutely check out one of our sponsors for today's episode called Bet Online at betonline.ag. You want to get those bets in for your preseason statistics, you look at the long season odds, who's going to win which division, who might win the MVP award. They have everything you can imagine. They also have every single sport you can imagine from the MLB, the NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, and of course, the NFL, the granddaddy of them all. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as the NFL teams prep for their runs towards this regular season. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back to the final segment here of this secondary special and the final position for us to cover in this training camp preview series. We're almost done, almost about to wrap up here. And of course, you guys are going to be listening to this on Monday, meaning there's only two more days until the Rams are officially in training camp which means we got to get through this position here and we're going to do our best at predicting what's going to happen. And of course, the first thing we have to try and predict is who is going to start at every position across the secondary here. And there's typically five positions. Most people maybe would say four if you're in base defense, but teams run nickel packages on defense, maybe 65 to 70% of the time now. So Nickel is essentially the new base, as they say, and if that's the case, then you're probably going to get a lot more snaps for your nickel cornerback than you are for your second or third linebacker. So we'll say there's five starting spots because there's five names that are going to be very, very important to determining whether the Rams are going to be successful at this position or not. So on your boundary corners, of course, there's no discussion here. Jalen Ramsey, Darius Williams, arguably the best one-two punch at corner in football, These guys are special. Jalen Ramsey is your prototypical number one. Let me shadow this guy. Let me get physical with him. I can do every single thing you need from a cornerback. I'm going to get in this guy's head. I'm going to give this quarterback a day in hell here. And I'm going to lock up this number one receiver and do my best snap after snap to try and mitigate him and pretty much erase him from the game. That is going to be your number one guy. And we know that. And across from that, there's maybe no better pairing to have than a guy 
who's going to be able to make plays on the football because teams are going to try to avoid from throwing at Jalen Ramsey, of course, and that means that somebody else is going to get targeted a little bit more often. And if that's Williams, well, that's a good thing for the Rams because, again, this is a guy who can make quarterbacks pay amongst the best corners in the league. We're talking Marcus Peters, Darius Williams, Xavier Howard. Like you're looking at three or four or five names that are in their own tier when it comes to making quarterbacks pay by getting their hands on footballs or getting picks or pick sixes at worst for the offense. So Darius Williams, another talented player, a guy that had a Pro Bowl caliber season last year, and it's going to be fun to see. This is finally his second season as a starter. He now could be a little bit more comfortable knowing he has that in his back pocket, not going to be maybe questioning his ability as much because he knows that he can't do it at this level. Is he going to progress? Has he hit his peak yet? Or is this a guy that's going to continue to get better with more snaps under his belt as maybe a late bloomer? I mean, there's really no ceiling to this guy's game. So Darius Williams could be a better player than he was last year. It's going to be fun to see. Can he develop or have we seen the best of Darius Williams? Now is when the real discussion starts at the nickel spot. Who is going to start at this spot? I've said it all along and I still think it's going to be David Long Jr., I just think the Rams like to draft these guys one, two, three years ahead of time and find a way for them to eventually take starting roles. You look at the right guard spot, Bobby Evans, the exact same type of scenario. The Rams drafted him in the third round. I believe it was in the same draft. And now he's getting his crack at the starting spot. And the Rams like to do that. They like to draft these guys, develop them, and then give them the opportunity to seize the job and prove them wrong, essentially. Because if they're proved right, then the guy is going to continue to start for them and continue playing. And if they prove them wrong, then of course they'll make the change as needed. But they like to really give these guys opportunities. And David Long, like I mentioned, a former third round pick like Bobby Evans, is one of these guys that fits that criteria. And not only that, but his size and the way he moves makes me believe that he's best at nickel and not on the boundary anyways. And of course, he hasn't played much, but the snaps on the boundary haven't been great per se either. So Maybe going to be a better fit for that nickel spot, and I just think he's the favorite to start there, but this is going to be a very, very close battle because I don't think Dante Dion is a slouch by any means. I think you're looking at a guy that's been slept on throughout the course of his NFL career and never really gotten a chance like Darius Williams, and he's also a smaller guy in stature and in weight, of course, which means that the nickel spot is a lot more suited for his abilities too. I think either way, you're coming out of that spot with a talented contributor either way, maybe not an elite level player or a Pro Bowl caliber player, but I don't think you're going to have a liability at that spot either. So I tend to believe it's going to be long as the starter, but I think Dion is going to be chomping at his heels throughout the entire training camp period here. And of course, whoever stands out in training camp practices, as well as the preseason games is going to win this job. Now we move back to the safety spot and we've talked about it. Jordan Fuller, I think is cemented for one of these starting roles here. The guy was awesome as a rookie. I mean, you don't expect anything out of a sixth round rookie, never mind to walk in and displace a second round pick like Taylor Rapp, steal his job and start pretty much every single game, at least while he was healthy. And of course, there was a lot of highlights. I mean, his first game as a rookie against the Dallas Cowboys, you've seen that nice tackle on fourth down when the Cowboys were driving to end their drive. I believe it was like right around the Rams 10 yard line. You look at the two interceptions on the GOAT, Tom Brady, this guy stood out and he was a talented player. I think the starting safety job, at least one of, is going to be 100% locked in for him. 
after him is where it gets interesting. Is Taylor Rapp going to win the other job? Is it going to be Terrell Burgess? And how are they going to utilize these guys? I would probably lean towards Terrell Burgess winning this job. And I think it's because he brings a lot more of a similar skill set to John Johnson than Taylor Rapp does. Because if you want a guy that can kick down into the box and play as a linebacker or a guy that can drop back deep and play as a single high safety or even kick into that nickel spot and take some snaps there as your nickel cornerback, Burgess can do all of these things. And that's maybe the best part of his game is he's so versatile there's not really going to be any drop-off in any position for him. Like, he can legitimately play four or five different types of positions or roles in that back end, and that's why he should see a lot of playing time. And that's why, you know, this is a guy that I think they're going to try to find a bunch of snaps for and roles for because this is the type of player that allows you to be very multiple on the back end and try to confuse offenses like the Rams did very, very well last season. So, I think Burgess is going to be the starter at that spot, but I do think Rapp is also going to see a lot of playing time, maybe 60 to 65% of the snaps, not so much as your prototypical type of safety, but more of a unique specified type of role. Of course, a little bit of safety snaps, maybe a little bit of you know covering man-on-man tight ends like John Johnson did last year, maybe playing a little bit of that linebacker type of role on third downs or passing downs when you try to take a slower linebacker off the field. I really think the opportunities are limitless at this spot. I mean, you're talking about three very interchangeable type of safeties that are all solid and have a lot of potential. And of course, your cornerbacks are very good as well. So your secondary, I still think they're a top five unit here at worst top 10, but it's really going to come down to their health, how Raheem Morris can utilize these guys and can he extract every bit of talent out of them like Brandon Staley was able to do last year. And not only that, but what can these other guys on the depth bring? Can David Long step up? Can Dante Dion be that guy? Is Robert Rochelle going to be a player this year? Are you going to have any underrated names that step up and do something for you this season? Either way, I think the Rams are very well suited to perform tremendously at this spot. You're probably looking at a secondary that's going to have two pro bowlers, in my opinion. I'm going to guess that's going to be your cornerback duo of Jalen Ramsey and Darius Williams, but there is no reason to sleep on these safeties or anybody across this position because the secondary for the Rams has been their strong point, and I tend to believe that Raheem Morris can absolutely make these guys continue to play at a high level, so I'm excited to see who's going to win these jobs, what's going to happen in training camp, can anybody separate themselves, and how can Raheem Morris utilize their skill sets going into the season because this unit has the potential to repeat their performance from last season, and I think that they have to be a very good unit if the Rams want to try and recreate a defense like they did last season. That's going to do it for this episode and for our training camp positional preview series. We're officially in training camp week. The quarterbacks and the rookies have arrived, and boy, oh boy, is it about to get fun. I appreciate you guys for listening. We're going to continue to cover the Rams as best as we can every single day throughout these training camp practices. We're going to dive into every bit of news from injuries to who's playing well, who's not playing well. I know a lot of you guys are going to be at training camp, so please, if you guys want, shoot over some videos, some pictures, some notes to me. You guys can find that on Twitter, at QBsMEP or at LockedOnRams. I'd love to see everything you guys have to share. Of course, I'm going to have all eyes on everything when it comes to the Rams, the beat reporters, everyone who's there. So we're going to keep you guys updated regardless. And make sure to please subscribe or follow to get our latest episodes, content, breaking news, and a whole lot more.